Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Go sit down. Good girl. You have to keep that part. She wants to go she wants to go see mom, but no. Go sit down. I specifically closed my dogs outside. <laughs> well, Cassidy has. No. <laughs> sit your ass down. <laughs> my partner has um, a really bad migraine today. So. Mm. Oh, fuck. Um, and the dog will just. Be a pain in her butt, so yeah. I can take one for the team. So, uh, but we're recording. So, all right. So, in three, two, one. No, we're not. We're not going anywhere, <laughs> Athena. You said, "Here we go." You said, "Go." I I can't Christ. I can't say to my dogs, "Ready to go." I can't say that because they will get so excited. Uh huh. Hey, Athena, come here. Here. They understand oh, English and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Surprising a big fan. All right. Okay. Three, two, one. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of podcast within a podcast nico's angels i am your host callahan and i am joined of course by my lovely co-host sage we are back we haven't done one of these episodes in months uh (laughs) we had to postpone because of you was it because of me yep (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's okay. okay. Life is life. No, yeah. life. <laughs> oh, this recording. Okay. Yeah, this yeah, recording session. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, speaking that 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 other voice that you're hearing there <gasps> is uh, the newest uh, sculpty boy, uh, the muscle sculptor himself, <laughs> our good friend Josh from Mind Muscle Magic. Shirt today. Yeah, Josh, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm super stoked to be here. Doing great. Woke up, second cup of coffee. We're having a great time. Cheers. If you have been following me on Twitter or in our Discord, you have seen Josh's face everywhere. Dude, my uh, faces are clutch af. You are my muse. <laughs> that is literally, I, 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 I could just sit here and meme about it for hours and hours and hours and hours, but... Uh, before we get into today's into today's topic, I just want to take a quick moment to thank you for joining us today. If you would like to uh, support us in any way, uh, please head over onto patreon.com forward slash the mind sculptors. And we have some different tiers there. We have some new patron stuff going on. Um, unfortunately, I don't have much in the way of preview content because I don't know if you've noticed with a release schedule, uh, but I usually record stuff and then release it in like 
a handful of days. Uh, this is probably the farthest in advance we've recorded something in a minute. Um, so I think this is coming out what, on Friday, April 8th. And uh, tomorrow. That's a whole will six be, days. Yeah. And we're recording this on the 2nd. And then a week from today when we're recording <laughs> is the MLC draft. And then oh, the day after bully. the draft, we're recording uh, another episode that'll come out on that Monday. That is a draft recap. So uh, our content turnaround time is fast. So uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, forgive me if we don't have a lot of advanced content, but we do have wonderful access to our Discord server where you can hang out with all of us. Um, we're always in there chatting, doing stuff. I know Charles doesn't like to give his lectures in our discord he usually does it in josh's discord he does it everywhere Um, he does it everywhere but uh (laughs) primarily in yours uh but uh, also if you like any of the content make sure to like subscribe and comment if you're on youtube and uh, give a rating if you're on spotify or any of those other uh podcast platforms uh so uh today is josh just takes a shirt off (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> listen that's how we get them to likes and subscribes <laughs> listen there was we we took some pictures uh i guess is we two weeks ago now once this comes out when we were at marchetta and josh just walked we were we were sitting in the dining room playing like magic and i i had just like zoned out because we're just playing this game and I'm, we're sitting there with like Morgan and Reed, and I forget who the fourth in that pod was. Was it Ice? I think it was Ice. No, they were. So and Morgan and Reed were playing Dan Dan. There were ten people right, playing Dan right. Dan or playing Magic total. Well, so uh, so we were playing a game, and in comes Josh in just I don't even know if they were shorts. Uh, <laughs> they were shorts. They were, okay, they were. <laughs> I think they could classify as boxers. They were weightlifting uh, shorts, so they're like very, like sh- both short and like fairly loose to allow full range of motion. So they're boxers, basically. Um, they're basically <laughs> short boxers. and loose. They're comfy as fuck. Yeah. So homie walks out, and he just goes out into the backyard and starts working out. And so when he comes back in, we're taking like pictures of everybody because this is the Sunday before you know everybody leaves. And he's just like smoldering. And I'm like, don't you dare put clothes back on as we take these pictures. So, man, I miss Marchessa. <laughs> Marchessa was an absolute blast. Um, I am going to be in Portland in July. If uh, if you want to come up to Portland in July for a Streetlight Manifesto show, and then I'll have two MLC games the following day. And then there's going to be a CEDH tournament or like a little like weekly CEDH thing at uh, the Portland Game Store. Oh, fun. So it's going to be a great weekend. We are. I've already got a few people coming out for that. I think Charles is flying out for that, too. So nice. Oh, cool. He's not he's not in the are you in the Gatewatch or are you in the coalition? I forget which division you're in or conference you're in. Um, I guess I should. I'm in the Charles is also playing that weekend. If that. okay, so then you guys are in the same conference. That's okay. Um, So anyway, we're Mm -hmm. talking about self-care, which is uh, something that I'm personally not very good at because oh, we have a topic either, for this video. Yeah, we have a topic for this one. Um, 
Honestly, one of these days, I do want to just have a podcast where it's just us like shooting the shit, fucking around. Yeah, like yeah. shooting the shit. For Patreon exclusive. Um, there we go. Yeah, there Let's you go. Let's go. Just press record. Uh, but we are we are talking about uh, self care, and so Siege. I know that this is well, in specifically Josh. This is one of the things that your channel uh, is like built around. Is you know like you. Like it says, mind muscle magic, and it's there's a reason mind uh, is first. Yeah, and it's about uh, oh, you, I, you. There was something I said to you. Uh, it was like a perfect tagline for your channel when we were at Marchesa, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, oh. But should have should have written it down. I should have <laughs> wrote it down. Um, but it's all about oh, healthy mind, healthy muscles, healthy magic. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I just say you know, uh, mental health, physical fitness, and nerd shit. But like yours, that's that's good. <laughs> yeah. See, healthy mind, healthy body, healthy magic. That's there you go. That's what I think you should brand it as. Uh, but um, so when we're talking about self care, there's a lot of different things that that can look like, right? And so um, when it really comes down to it, when we're talking about self care, what is it that comes to mind? generally for most people that you would say self-care so like i did do quite a bit of research for this um self-care has self-care has like evolved since like the early 70s is kind of the first time that it was ever like noticed and mm -hmm. it's gone through like a range of definitions uh turns out they actually hated it in in the 1970s but that's i could talk about that part there's like a 20 page uh research article uh meta-analysis that i found but um, self-care takes on like a lot of different definitions for a lot of different people. And it kind of depends on, um, kind of like what you value. Um, and the individual is like the most important when it comes to self-care because right, like only, only you as the individual can put value on each of those facets of your own self-care and mm -hmm. like not not participating in these sort of wellness dimensions is part of is like you choosing your own self-care. So like self-care can be a detriment, right? Like not doing anything is how you are caring for yourself. You're like, you're not, but you are kind of thing. Um, so like going through like different facets of it being, you know, physical, emotional, spiritual, um, social, et cetera. Um, and just kind of how you, how you take care of yourself and that could be with or without, um, you know, outside medical, uh, intervention, um, or assistance collaboration with, um, yeah, I know I kind of like rambled about nothing right there, but there's <laughs> no, you're good. Like even, even in the literature, like people are not, um, people don't have a cohesive definition for the term. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of varied over the last 50 years. And it's interesting too because I think for I think for me when I hear the term self care like I think of Instagram posts of like white women with their vibrators and their sugar scrubs and their day off with their glass of wine in the bathtub and I think that has been very broadly 
marketed as what self care mm-hmm. is, especially in terms of like, you know, looking at social media with like Instagram and TikTok and these sort of things. And it's like, yeah, it's taking time for you. And it, in that very sort of like condescending, bougie sort of way. Whereas like when you look mm-hmm. at the actual origins of like what self care are, you know, starting back in the 50s of coming from like the institutionalized institutionalization of of mental health patients and then how that was in adapt- adopted by the Black Panther Party as like community care and it's like um you know in the 60s and 70s like when like when we think of self care it's like you know like Josh said it is it is this huge array of definitions and it's something that's so hard to pin down and i think it's i think i think why it was interesting as a topic to me and why you know i want to bring Josh into this is because you know there's some really interesting like um, definitions that we can look at it and think about and how we can keep those in mind when we are developing our own self-care routines for ourselves and how to reflect reflect that history and carry with carry uh, that history with us forward mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting because i know uh self-care for me is one of those things that um I have to, you know, as somebody who has like an autoimmune disease, has, you know, anxiety, depression, ADHD, you know, which is when you can have all three of those at the same time, you, know, you, <laughs> just, whew, you just figuring out your medicine is like nearly impossible. The executive dysfunction uh, is real. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, so we when you as somebody who like lives through a lot of those things, like there are days where, you know, I mean, we were talking about this uh, pre-show, but like at the beginning of this week, I was just so utterly exhausted from, you know, going to Marchesa and being, you know, awake for 40 straight hours. (laughs) Um, That Tuesday and Wednesday, I like I told my wife, I was like, I'm probably going to be not conscious for most of these days. (laughs) Um, What's interesting, actually, just now thinking about this, like Marchesa was self-care, right? It was a super fantastic, extremely fun weekend, met a ton of cool people. I, you know, went 0-4 in the tournament and scrubbed out, but that's not important right now. What's important is that, like, I had a good time. And I met people and, you know, I I even took care of my physical self once working out with Charles. And so like socially, I had a great time and all of that like super boosted my mood. I haven't had like, you know, as fun of a weekend in a very long time, Mm -hmm. but also returning, flying back Monday and then like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it's Saturday and I'm still not even like caught up on (laughs) like literally recovering. So like there has been an amount of self-care on both ends of the spectrum, like doing the fun thing. And then also like, Oh God, my body is like exhausted. And now I need to, you know, reset um, basically everything Mm -hmm. Um, getting back to a relaxed state, getting back to a semi-regular sleep schedule and, and kind of moving forward with life. What's a regular sleep schedule. What's that like? Turns out when you have, (laughs) when you have an actual like, you need to be at work at 7 a.m. every day. Like, you, <laughs> I go to sleep at like 11 p.m. at the latest because my alarm goes off at 5 30. Yeah, tell me about um, it. So, 
you know, one of the, the, the points in here in our in our notes is the radical history of self-care. And, um, you know, I, I'm going to be honest, like I'm kind of coming into this a little bit more blind than you guys are. Um, and so when we talk about what that means and what that is, uh, I, along with the audience, you know, educate, uh, you know, us on what that is and what that means. Yeah. So there's a definition from um, from the late 70s that uh, literally I have the quote. I have it written down here. Um, Self-care so viewed is considered a vestigial or at best a residual health function in the wake of growth of modern medicine and is to be avoided and deplored. Uh, they they were not a fan of, of self-care much. Uh, some institutions back in the day, because like, you know, uh, self-care in health is a folk practice and oh, can be associated with superstitious mentalities and, you know, can prevent people from actually going to seek like helpful medical, like professional medical advice. Mm. Um and so it can be detrimental, which I guess like is kind of true, but I think, I think avoided that's not and deplored like a totally is a little extra. Like, yeah, like that's not mm-hmm. a totally like invalid uh like criticism of it, right? Like I think mm-hmm. even now you could probably um level that same criticism, you know, to Sage's point of the like white women sitting in the bathtub with a glass of wine. Like yes, you 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 have have your day of relaxation, but you're not dealing with your PTSD by by doing that, right? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, but go ahead, continue. Uh, well, just like as the as more and more definitions come out, um, I mean, it, it's not as radical as like don't ever do self care, always seek medical professional advice. Um, but you know, it's it's more of just kind of expanded to. You know, do what you can and know when you need to seek out others and whether that's like having, you know, going out and socially interacting with others or seeing what your community can do to help you with your self-care um, or, you know, collaborating with, you know, oh, hey, um, I have some mental block and I have chronic depression. Okay. Well, like let's work with medical professionals. And then you're also doing your own self care while collaborating with medical professionals. And then, you know, it gets to a, sometimes it can get to an unfortunate extent where other people are caring for you. Um, but you're still involved in that kind of process. Like, um, my mom has ALS. Um, she was diagnosed with it in 2017. Um, and she's in a wheelchair and can like mostly move her neck and that's about it. Um, but she is still very much involved in the self-care. Like, obviously I know how to give my mom a drink of water. That is a thing that is like a very normal task that we perform to help my mom. But very often she tells us a lot of the same things like, oh, like press this button on my wheelchair to like tilt me down a little bit more because it helps me swallow better. Um, and like, obviously those are things, this is an action that we've performed over and over again. But she still tells us those things because she still wants, and I've had this conversation with her about like, mom, like I know how to, like, I know how to do this. This is like a normal thing that we do. And she's like, no, like I want to, I know you know how to do this. Right. But I want to still be involved Mm -hmm. in 
in this self-care, in this process, right? Um, and so it's, it's important from, from a mental state for my mom to actually be able to interact. Um, physically, she cannot interact. Like, it's literally impossible. But she can still be a part of the system kind of thing. So, yeah, right. I think it's like what it really comes down to. It's like when we look at the sort of like miasma of definitions is that at the heart of self-care, the the really at the like the core of the idea is this idea of agency and how important it is to have agency, particularly for people who uh, lie at the intersection of like marginalized identities. So it's like we, when we think of people with disabilities, with chronic illness, when we look at uh, class, you know, when we look at, you know, at race and, you know, and sexual identity and, and gender and everything, you know, there are so many different ways in which the medical broad medical industry, which could be a whole dang topic, you know, discriminates these people who lie at these intersection of these identities and so that really important about self-care is taking agency and taking ownership in how you're being cared for because you know for so many people like me as someone who's you know over 200 pounds you know doctors look at me and they what they what the medical industry like chronically does is take away my agency and saying like oh you have problems because you're overweight and you're like no i'm a very healthy weight for like my lifestyle for my body type i walk five miles a day like don't tell me it's because of my weight that's just not true and so Mm-hmm. Will you get pushed aside for treatments? And, you know, this is something that's been very well documented, especially with people of color of like, you know, not being prescribed painkillers because there is this longstanding bias within the medical industry that gets played out again and again through doctors of not prescribing um, painkillers for, you know, for people of color because they think that, oh, they have a higher pain tolerance, which just isn't true. And so and that's why self-care is so important is making yourself an agency in that and is being able to establish yourself and voice your needs and your desires and to be able to act on them and, you know, make sure that they're listened to. One important point of context I do want to, to bring to that though as well is uh, especially I just want to like, if, if you're like doctor isn't prescribing you, I, I want to bring context to this point real quick. If your doctor isn't prescribing you like, painkillers um that doesn't necessarily mean it's discrimination especially these days post the opioid epidemic oh sure uh, <laughs> yeah that's cool. because uh especially as somebody who grew up in ohio where which was like ground zero for the opioid epidemic uh they are very very like very I don't know if you need these or not. Um, And they don't give them out super liberally uh, because of the way that that all came down. So I did want to bring that one point of uh, of context to that. So it's like, you know, if it might not be discrimination right now, it could just be your doctor is being very careful. Um, (laughs) But Sorry, not to derail the conversation. No, it's a good uh, distinction. That's it's a valid yeah. point. <laughs> uh, so it's interesting. So when we 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 talk about self care and the things that are important, um, what are some of the important pieces of it? Because I know, like for me, a lot of it is, 
you know, spending time with my wife. Right. Um, it's definitely like those sort of being able to spend time alone, even where, uh, I can just read and be to myself for a little bit. I'm not working on a project and uh, or even just getting to play magic in a setting that is not content related. Um, you know, that's one of the things I think that a lot of people in specifically the games content creation industry struggle with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where the hobby that was your self-care and was the thing that you did to relax and to uh, unwind has become work. And uh, I know for me, that is something that I struggle with because, I mean, honestly, Outside of a game that we have scheduled this afternoon. I mean, even that game uh, is with, uh, you know, somebody. The intent of work. (laughs) Right. It's it's a networking opportunity more than Mm -hmm. anything. And so, uh, you know, there's these things where it's like I, I can't. The first casual game of Magic that I have played in literally months was at Marchessa. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not talking like casual in the sense of like, um, like, oh, like power level. I'm just not talking CDH was yet. not for content. Um, was at Marchessa. And that was like, like playing in the tournament was the first time I had played a game of magic in literally months that was not about content. Um, and that's one of the things I think as content creators, we can really struggle with. Yeah. Because. Mm-hmm. Our our job is literally making content about the game. And so I think it's interesting because especially for a lot of people at CEDH, um, our lives kind of revolve around that. So I, I think I want to posit this question to you guys because I think I've noticed this distinction that uh, a lot of CEDH folks eventually get into content creation at some point. Uh, or get involved in it on some level. Um, for you guys, what is it you do with the content creation that you do to try and be your self-care from that? Because I think it's important to discuss for us like what we do to, you know, unwind, to have those you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's what i'm saying coming through mm-hmm. i feel like i'm just saying nothing um <laughs> yeah what a, for 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 yeah the three of us as content creators what is that look what is that you know mental self-care in the you know mm. what does that look like outside of you know us doing our content you want to go first josh yeah um yeah i so i will mention that like when to your point callahan of <clears throat> um of like only doing only having your hobbies be part of also, you know, your, your, your job nearly. Mm-hmm. Right. I definitely spend more time uh, doing content creation for my YouTube channel than I do at, at work, at actual work. Um, yeah. Even during a busy week. But um, like I've, I've talked with, with some people um, and they have said like, like they feel guilty 
when they don't play magic and oh i want to play i want to play elden ring like that could be either one time that, that i content. spend yeah that could be content. yeah either time that i spend playing magic and making like you know if you're like an arena streamer like that is mm. i could be doing that instead or i could make content about elden ring well what like then why should i play elden ring right like i'm not going to make as much money or my viewership is not going to be as big like wait a second, I'm a fucking human and this is a game and I'm supposed to have fun. Like, that's okay. Um, and so I've actually, um, I haven't streamed in a really long time and I've actually found that for me to be very, um, I don't want to say uplifting because like I enjoy streaming. It's just a lot um, yeah. to try to take care of the, the stream and actively play, you know, fringe slash CEDH and, and interact with chat. And, and there's just a lot. And I've actually just gotten to the point where I just record my games. Um, mm -hmm. And I actually record basically all of the games that I play. Um, I, I, I tell people that I'm recording the games and I might use them at some point in the future, um, and I think that kind of gets rid of the mental block for me of like, this could be content um, mm -hmm. where like, oh, there was this weird interaction that I want to make a short video about, or, oh, this is where, you know, X pet deck did the thing super well. And I, I can mm -hmm. like make a video out of that in the future. And if not, then I just delete it off my hard drive and like, that's fine. So like the potential is there, but it kind of, and I'm not, so the potential is there to make it content and I'm not streaming. So I don't have to actively think about the fact that it is content right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I can just like play a game and have fun. Nice. Yeah. I I know Sage, you do a lot of D and D like nerd <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Whether that's playing D and D or it's DMing or even writing, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a published writer. Yeah, like it, <laughs> kind of a but, big deal. Like, but that's the thing. It's just like for D and D for you. I know. Like, I mean, that's a big part of your job. And so, like, how does that look like for you in that regard? Yeah, so so for anyone who doesn't know, um, I'm part of Venture Maidens, which is uh, now a brand. In addition to being a podcast and everything, but we've been we've been producing the Venture Maidens podcast for like six or seven years now, and so you know we came up from nothing <laughs> mm -hmm. um, to um, to you know having like. Two million downloads at this point. And so the journey that we've taken to get to this point has been a lot. And I have learned a lot about self-care and about setting boundaries for myself, especially in the sphere of content creation, because, you know, with uh, with with Patreon, you know, like one of our tiers for Venture Mains on Patreon is for if you donate $50 a month, I run a monthly uh, a monthly game that's a, you know, ongoing and running campaign. So that's one campaign I have to run. Yeah. I'm usually running one or two campaigns on stream on our channel. Um, I um, I have also like run one off stream. I then I am involved in being in our Venture Mains campaign along with being like, you know, three other campaigns. So at my highest point, I was running four, which means you know, uh, as generally as my process was for every hour of game time, I spend about an hour pre preparing for that game. 
So like for Path and Prophecy, you know, it would be if we're playing for two hours, I'm spending two hours doing game prep. And so if you combine that up over four campaigns, you know, that are happening on a biweekly basis, it was a lot. It was unsustainable. (laughs) And so and I really came to a point where, you know, it's uh, it was, you know, I was just like just mentally unable to deal with a lot of things because I was just pushing myself too far. And that's when I learned how to, you know, how important it is to say no. To say no to projects, to set boundaries, to, you know, to I learned to, you know, prune down my things and to just pick the projects and pick the things that I wanted to do. And it's really hard, you know, when we're content creators, where it's that pressure of the constant hustle of constantly networking, constantly pushing Mm -hmm. out content and to make sure that, you know, you're being consistent with your viewers and your streamers. And, you know, it's like you it's so easy to get swept up into that. And It's important to be able to to be able to take time and say like and to say no. And that is really one of the hardest things to learn how to do. Uh, And but it's it's really one of the most important. And so So that's what I'm really bad at is (laughs) because I get really guilty when I say no. Oh, my God. It's Um, so easy to feel so guilty about it, too. It's terrible. You know, Uh, whenever I like it's there's a lot of people in this community who I met with uh, at Marchessa and they've, you know, been like, oh, I'd really be interested in doing like a podcast about this thing or this thing. And it has pained me deeply to be like, listen, man, the next four months are going to be absolutely hell. Um, All I'm going to deal with is the MLC. Mm -hmm. And so like, if I remember to uh, remember that this thing exists. um, Yeah, sure. Let's do it. We'll go for it. Uh, But that isn't always the case because I know, um, you know, I I don't remember things very well, but I feel guilty about that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I have to use my calendar. I, I actively oh put things in my phone, uh, dates, times, like uh, all of it, all of it. And at work, you know, my friends are like, "Oh, hey, let's let's go out to let's go out to lunch today after work," and I'm like, uh, "Hold on, I might have." Uh, stream and like I pull up my phone I look at my calendar like you actually use your calendar I was like yeah I have a job I I take three courses in school right now and I run a YouTube channel like I don't I plan hourly my whole day I I, this is this is something interesting because now that we're like all like sculpty boys we honestly need to this is also me like being like hey uh, quick quick meeting real real quick guys Uh, (laughs) I'm horrible. Mid, mid podcast. <laughs> yeah, mid mid podcast. We should probably uh use our like uh I, I what calendar. It's called. The Google yeah, our calendar. Boys calendar. I put all the, all the prophecy things. games in you there. You do put everything in there. You do put our recording stuff in there. But I I genuinely will forget that I'm obligated to do something because I'll just be like, Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Oh, and, I'm the same. Uh, just yeah. yeah, just remind me and then I'll do it. And then, you know, the, you know, I was supposed to be on the possibility storm last weekend. 
And uh, I had to message Islaine like about a week or two out. And I was like, I just realized this is the same weekend as Marchesta. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. There's just like no world where I can make that work. Um, oh yeah, for uh, yeah, for for all of our neurodiverse friends out there, I highly, highly, highly recommend the app Notion. Um, it is extraordinary for scheduling your life. I know so many mm-hmm. people that like like it's so easy to use. There's so many different like little packages that you can import to like customize to like what it is that you need like reminders or what you need to track. And because I know so many people who like who lit- who would not eat <laughs> and would not shower if like they didn't like schedule it on their Notion calendar and Notion was like, hey, you're going to do this thing right now. You're going to take a break or, you know, you're going to go do, you know, and so it's like it is an extraordinary so I tool. I won't not shower. And that's just because I like physically can't not shower longer than 24 hours or else my oh, hair yeah. gets super greasy and it drives me nuts. Yeah, we all got So that. I will get to we'll a point where that. I literally am just like I have to shower every day. Um but I do forget to eat. A lot. Oh, I mean, I mean, I, Josh. I cannot Josh forget saw this. to eat. Josh yeah, saw eating this is my we thing. At, I'm like, I, I'm like, oh, you need to eat right fucking now. <laughs> well, it, the the biggest issue is especially when I'm on my ADHD medicine. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I just like in like okay, cool, and then I get locked in, and then it, once I get locked in, unless somebody's like, hey, uh, reminder, um, eat. Uh, I will we'll just be like it'll be like nine o'clock and Cassie will come home and be like, hey, uh, have you I'm ready to go to bed. And I'm like, oh, we should eat. And she'll be like, I've I've already eaten it. I'm like, oh, uh, well, I should eat that. I I will. I literally have to bring my wife food. And even then she'll be like, I don't really want to eat. Bitch, you've had two toaster strudel all day. The whole day. (laughs) It's 7 p.m. You had a cup of coffee and toaster strudel like. That's uh, I, I don't eat toaster strudel, pop tarts, but yeah, same. That, that's exactly what I'll do. Oh, man. I like, survive I on I survive on Vivance and Nos. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think I think yeah, specifically in the sphere of content creation too. I think you know because we all want to be very collaborative and work together, and you know we always we're mm-hmm. all always having ideas all the time for each other, and so I think of promoting that culture of like. You know, it's always okay to ask, but it's always okay to say no and being really respectful of that or, you know, being willing to put things on the back burner and say, like, you know, like for Path and Prophecy with, you know, we're finishing up this season. And then, you know, I was trying to schedule when we would start our next season of that. And, you know, being able to say, <laughs> Callahan being able to say, hey, like really not till September and like, you know, which also can I will be- not be able to dedicate the mental. Ba- I will not yeah. have the mental. And bandwidth. it's like being, you know, and then I just have, you know, I'm being, you know, as the acceptable DM to be like, hey, yeah, that's okay. Okay, I'm you know, I want to address the needs of my players mm-hmm. and the you know, because the needs of my people that I'm, you know, collaborating with are far more important than the content we're pushing out. And content can right. wait. We can't make content if all the people who are making it are burnt out and tired and exhausted mm-hmm. and are ignoring other parts of their life in order to do that. It's just not sustainable. Well, and part of part of that is what I've really liked the way the mind sculptors as an organization has, I, I don't mean to like, I, I really hope this doesn't come out, come off as like, Hey, look at us. We're so cool. I like um, the term conglomerate. 
conglomerate. Um, I think uh, Pongo made that like Nestle Corporation Holdings picture. And yep. I was just like, yeah, I guess that is what we are. Um, Big but, sculpty. Like, kind of <laughs> basically like what it has become. And I really like the way that it is morphed is that we're just like a group of people who all have separate like our own things. And like, I just have this consistent piece that I'm working on <clears throat> and people just come in and out when they can. And I think that's just been like one of the best things that could have happened for us because like I like Pong if you have noticed Pongo has not been on the podcast in a while that's because Pongo is in the middle of buying a house so that's a lot and is in the middle of finishing his doctorate so he's like that's a lot less important but like yeah yeah, like literally closing on a house and in like the final months of the doctorate degree so it's like um just his life right now is like chaos. And so it's mm-hmm. like, Hey, that's fine. I know last year Cobblepot had like this like bout with depression that he fought through. And it was like, Hey, that's fine. You just step back and we got you. And I think that's what I like about us as a group is that because there's so many of us and we have so many different um, perspectives that we can bring to the table when it does come to the main podcast if somebody isn't able to record, it's like, it's not a big deal. Just step back. We've there are 13, 14 of us now. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's, we've got plenty of, wait, people. am I the 14th? I think you're either 13 or 14th. I depend. Cause if I'm the 14th and I know this isn't even part of my branding anymore, but that makes me the completed second to seven, which is, would just be way <laughs> too ironic. And I hate it. And I love it at the same time. Love it. I I need, <sighs> Our group chat with Rebel was called Rebel Sculpty Seven, even yeah. though there were six of us. Because uh, for the longest time, I was just like, "Oh, Josh is still second seven. And then I was like, "Wait, no, he's not." And then I mean, it still works. Pe- That's fine. And then we were really confused why it was seven, <clears throat> and there were six of us in the group chat. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that was that was weird. But anyhow, um, but no, I mean, it's. It, I know for me from content creation, it's so weird because I don't have the like, like, I think if you remember at the beginning of the year, I was like, I'm going to make this Dragon Age video. And I was like, Mm -hmm. really, really set on doing it. And I got like halfway through writing it and doing it. And I'm like, I am turning this thing that I find really interesting into work. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. And I, I like was taking notes on Dune when I was reading it. And then I stopped because I was like, this is something that I enjoy. That's not magic. And I'm just going to enjoy it. And I'm going to read children of Dune and I'm going to just enjoy it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And honestly, when I made that change, like I, I, I haven't played Dragon Age in a minute just because of time, but that made me appreciate those things more because now I'm not sitting. It doesn't feel like homework. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I think that's kind of one of the things we as content creators fall into is everything becomes content. And so you know, you're, I was trying to actively not take videos 
while we were at Marchessa, I was trying to take pictures so that we would have memories. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't want to take videos and like make content while we were there because I was like, this is a chance for us to just unwind vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Vibe. And we never, we literally had eight, uh, what was it? Eight, seven or eight uh, mind sculptors together for the first time. Yeah. And, that was insane. And it was just us just vibing. And yeah. it was so great. And, uh, you know, those are the types of things that I think we, especially in the CDH community, need more uh, because we just spend so much time. I mean, you could look at the Twitter drama, right, of just everybody spends so much time on Twitter. Everybody does all this stuff where we need to take time away from these things so that we can take a moment to realize, hey, this is just like a fucking game. Maybe we can, like, chill the fuck out. Um but anyway, yeah, um, I think for the for the mind aspect of uh, self-care is, you know, realizing, especially as content creators, realizing that you don't have to commercialize everything. You know, capitalism has trained us to be like, hey, have you thought about commodifying that? You got to just mm-hmm. learn to kill that impulse bit by bit so that when you do choose mm-hmm. to commodify something, it's with intent, it's with purpose and it's with like your whole focus on it. Yeah. I don't want to make make it clear. I'm not saying I don't like being a content creator. I love it. I would never want to do anything else as my job. The fact that I love content creation. It's I do content half time and like also run my own business half time is like a dream come true for me. Um, but it is like one of those things where I think a lot of people get into content and are like, oh, this is going to be really fun. And like it's it's all just a party all day, all all the time. We're just playing video games, and playing magic. And it it is a lot of bullshit most <laughs> of the time, honestly. <laughs> when it comes to so like you mentioned earlier, right, um, you know, Cobblepot needed to step back for a little bit. And I know that. Um, Ian has of comedian MTG has like, Hey, I'm going to stop my Patreon for a month because I'm not going to do anything. And he just like stopped doing content for, you know, I think it was like, it was only like two or three weeks, but just knowing that, you know, your community is still there. They still back you up Mm -hmm. about literally everything, um, that you can, you can step away from it and take time off for you. But also in that same vein, um, like, community can be part of your self-care uh Mm -hmm. right it's called self-care right so like take care of you do your thing whatever but also like there are people that can assist you and so like just to make sure that you don't you know regress into whatever hurdle you're trying to go through that like you don't and like you don't need to go at it alone like that sounds super lame but that's like kind of what i'm saying right like there are people that that care about you and your health and your well-being, and so like let them be part of your your process. Um, if you if you're at that point, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. you just need to sit at home and read a book by yourself for eight hours, and that's fine. Just don't forget to eat. And if you <laughs> are reading a book, may I recommend Frank classic <laughs> Children of Dune? Uh, <laughs> I don't have any. 
I actually don't have any books in my office. I was going to grab something. I brought that book with me onto the plane. And the problem was, is I was in the middle row or in the middle seat uh-huh. every time. And I'm broad. And there were two people next to me that were mm-hmm. broad as well. And so trying to like get a good angle to read yeah. was oh, yeah. like you also- impossible. You also got the freaking in-flight Wi-Fi, so you were just like texting us in the chat the whole time I did on the get plane. The, I did get the in-flight Wi-Fi because, like, as I sit down on the plane, it's like popping off, this and then the I'm like, book in my office. Screw it. So, <laughs> basic oh, if you look, barbell training. If you look at <laughs> my here, regular, read. I have quite a few books. Oh, you freaking nerd! I like <laughs> just pull the green on. screen down. Just. Oh, wait. oh, you can't see it. Never mind. Oh, there's a door. <laughs> there's a door. My bookshelf, my bookshelf is just a little bit over there. Oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, in um, your daily life, go go ahead, Sage. Sorry, oh, no, I was going to say, uh, yeah, before, because while we are while we are on the point of community, um, but uh, yeah, like, um, so like back in the 60s and 70s, like the real where like the term self-care, like really started to like take off into social consciousness, you know, before 2016, when certain someone's elected <laughs> is when, you know, the back, the Black Panther Party started, you know, really opening up, you know, like community medical facilities for people to come in, you know, meet with doctors and meet with nurses in order to get their their medical needs addressed because they were not being addressed by the, you know, the mainstream like medical by the medical culture. And and so it's like it's one of these instances, you know, and the Black Panther Party started, you know, the lunch program in in Oakland for our schools mm-hmm. for all these kids who, you know, who needed breakfast in the morning so that they could go to school and do their things. And so community is real, really important. And so it's being able to pick out pick out your communities and being able to engage with them meaningfully. You know, you can you can all create a safety net for each other for, you know, when you're having those, you know, that month where you just can't deal with, you know, producing content, you need to take a break and, you know, that you have people that you can rely on and turn to and go to and like being able to establish that network to be able to care for each other is is so important. And that's what's like going to carry us through as humans in this world. See, Josh is the best person to have on your side because when shit hits the fan, Navy Josh gets in and (laughs) it's just a light switch. Like, I noticed this when we were at Marchessa is it'll be like as soon as like things get hairy, he'll just be like and you see the face change and I'm just like, oh, OK. <laughs> oh, it's real now. Oh, we're we're OK. There is no Everything's question real. this now. I'm listening. Uh, yes, officer. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, so when we we look at how we can implement this in our daily lives, right? What does implementing self-care into your daily lives look like? I know um, something that my therapist has told me is to make your bed, but I refuse to acknowledge that that is a real thing because I spend a lot of time in bed. I don't want to undo my work. I've I've organized everything so comfy. I don't want to screw all that up. Listen, my bed is a chaotic mess of pillows and blankets trying to decipher that into anything that's intelligible is not worth my time. <laughs> you know, it's, it's about picking that thing that you're like, this is going yeah. to be my thing that I tidy up. 
But like, yeah, what are those? True. Like, what are those things like? Because I know that there are things that a lot of like, you know, my my wife is uh, studying to become a psychologist. And there are things that are daily routine things that you know a lot of psychologists recommend that are very important for uh, you know healthy mental health. Wow, that was healthy great. mental health. Great English, Caleb. I mean, there's um, unhealthy mental health, right? So yeah. I guess yeah. that, that made sense. It made, right? it made like, sense. So, so I guess for you guys, and I guess when it when it comes to your lives, what are some examples of some things that you do in like the daily routine at mind you get there? Muscle and magic. Those are <laughs> literally those three. Like I tried it. Like I like. As like lame and like self-shilling as that sounds, like that is, that is super <laughs> true. I actually try to, I try to hit two of those aspects every day, whether it's like, you know, work out or go on a walk um, or, or, you know, like work out, go on a walk and play some magic or like just do some meditative yoga um, or literally like, like silence. I don't know how like available silence silence is to a lot of people, but like mm -hmm. literally doing nothing, like actually nothing, not like put music on and and like lay with your dog. No, like literally nothing um, is actually v like for me at least. Right, and ev everyone's like mental resets and self care practices are all going to be different, but for me, just like actually doing nothing um is such a nice reset and i i am like the epitome of an extrovert right like my uh you are my quite Briggs an extrovert is, i will be very honest with you is yeah and and so like i i can i can i'm an energy vampire you put other people around me and like i'll i'll, I'll suck the hype out of you um but still guys i bring have your seats <laughs> Um, yeah. And so like, I'm fine to like subsist with other people around me for a very long time. And that's, a, and like, that's how I can exist. But then even on top of that, I will, I do still enjoy and basically force myself. Um, cause I can live in the state, in the state of our Marchesa weekend in like all its hype and glory from 8am to fucking 3 a.m. is whatever we were doing right for four yeah, days that was nonsense that was that was insane nonsense. but the thing is is like i could do that forever and so i will like literally Honestly, force same. myself to mm -hmm. just to just exist like just mellow out sit and do nothing and sometimes it's put music on sometimes it's just like lay on the couch with my dog but sometimes it's literally close the door to my office shut down my laptop and sit on the fucking hardwood floor and just like nothing Actually, nothing. Mm -hmm. Sitting or sleeping cards as we do this because I have, like I said, I have severe ADHD, anxiety, no, yeah. and, and just uh, constantly so I'm not cards. doing something. Yeah. I have to do, I have to work on something. But no, it, it's interesting because I know for me, like that's what reading is, uh, mm -hmm. because it, it forces me to focus on it, and I have to like put all my energy. That's about as close to meditation as I can get, because when I try to meditate. I don't know if you know this about people who have severe ADHD, but it is nigh impossible to not think about anything. Um. So that's been my big thing about about like there there sure there's meditation where you like empty the brain, 
Yeah. Think about nothing. Like, no, my meditation is like, let thoughts come and go. I don't mm. dwell yeah. on them and I don't like, because like once you're like, oh, this one time in this CDH game I played, okay, next thing. And like, you don't like think about things. You just let thoughts come and go. You don't try to like block everything out. You just, just let them yeah. happen. That's a, well, and that's, let's cut the, the empty your mind sort of thing is like such a, as, as someone who practices Zen Buddhism, that's such like, it's that the empty your mind kind of bullshit is such a misnomer because that is the point of, of like, especially Zen meditation is to learn not to grasp at your thoughts and mm-hmm. fixate on them. It's to learn to like, just let them pass. And with that, you can get to a state where like, eventually none keep gushing forward because you've learned to let them go and just let them pass and not grasp and mm-hmm. fixate on things. And so it's like for me, for my for my daily things, it's like one one thing that I do is um, and one thing that's really good for especially for people who who have experienced PTSD or have trauma is mindfulness meditation. And that's something where you don't you know have to be sitting in complete silence. It's something that you can do while you're cooking, you know, if while if you're sitting and making a meal, just being very focused and aware of everything that you're doing, of your body, of everything around you and <clears throat> focusing and harnessing that awareness for, you know, as, as, you know, starting with small periods of time and extending that. And that allows you to bring yourself into your body, which helps you identify your needs to be able to learn to listen of like, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, I have to pee, you know, all these sort of things that we can. If any of this sounds hokey, I do want to acknowledge I do have a wife who can sit here and like source all of this stuff. Like none of this is just like bullshit. This is like very data driven stuff that we're talking about. Oh, I've got a bibliography of all the things that I've actually been researching that we can put in the description later for this. Perfect. Like, like actually, I have granted you're probably not going to be able to actually look at a lot of the things because I'm accessing them through my university portal. So they're like, if you go to actual, a local, if you go to your public library and access your JSTOR, then you can look at these too. <laughs> exactly. That's true. Um, but yeah, so it's like for me, you know, having that, taking that, making sure to at least some point of the day of making sure that I'm being very present and being very like active in my body and, you know, being incredibly mindful and whether that's like out walking the dog or, you know, making dinner. Um, but then like making dinner for myself is one of the things that, um, that I always like try to do at least three times a week is to like, you know, throw on a podcast or, uh, and like actually cook a meal um, is one of my, Mm -hmm. one of my big things that like really helps me sort of center, (laughs) get back into life. (laughs) I, I I know I've said this over and over, but honestly, for me, the big thing is just like my goal for each day is I want to read a chapter in my book Mm -hmm. and that's it. And, and so in one of the things there's a reason why I'm reading this and not like the Lord of the Rings, because this has chapters that are like two pages long mm. And the Lord of the Rings is just like, all right, here's 40 pages. There's your chapter. Um, yeah. And do and I'm not going to go on about what Dune is, but one of the things that I like about Dune that really works well for me is that like Dune is very like notoriously dense right and like has a lot of philosophical stuff going on a lot of uh stuff going on in, with the characters and the themes and the, the the plot and it's just there's so many layers and the way my brain works it engages with that 
really well because it is able to pull me in and grab enough of my attention that I can like just yeah. get engrossed in it. Um, but it's written in a way where I can sit down, read a chapter and then set it down and I don't feel overwhelmed by it. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me and I, and it, and I'm speaking to people out there who have ADHD because I think like ADHD, it's like when you have severe ADHD, it is very difficult to practice mindfulness stuff because of the fact that your brain is just like everywhere. And so like I've really found that like just read a chapter in a book. Um, I've been I put on like the Batman soundtrack from like the new Batman and put it on and it literally put like um noise canceling on my AirPods and it just blocks everything out. And all I hear is that music. And then I'm reading and it's just like exactly what I need to just get, like, even if it's for 10 minutes, just a little bit of, okay, I'm not working on this stuff. Just a little bit of something. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that doesn't sound insane. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I think, you know, starting like, you know, setting goals for yourself that can be small, that can be bite sized, that are easy to tackle or, or things that like, you know, it helps you to to get a grasp on it and then continue to grow, you know, and establish of like, all right, this is the thing that I'm doing like once a day or three times a week or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's like, you know, meet yourself where you are, you know, be honest right. with yourself about what you can accomplish, about what you were going to try and accomplish and like and be OK with that and just, you know, focus on that. And then you can ramp it up if you want to. But, you know, finding finding that thing that you do. Yeah, it's very absolutely. Important. And I'd, I'd be remiss to not mention that my like my biggest form of self-care is like regular exercise. Um I like the way that I started working out. Um, I was was when I I first joined the Navy, and um, I'm a I'm a nuclear electronics technician for the Navy, and that schooling is two years um, minimum. <laughs> Did you not know that? <laughs> no, I have no idea. That's so cool, dude. Homie, <laughs> homie's secretly like one of the smartest people in CEDH. Um, like. Ooh. See, you I'm work like, on I'm, I'm nuclear smart, reactors. CDs, Shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> you yes. literally, while we were sitting at our Airbnb, gave me a detailed description of how a nuclear reactor works and uh, own the fact that you're smart, my friend. I, all right. I, okay. I, so my, I guess that's part, part of that is like, I'm, I'm not smart for other people in my field. Like I'm on like the, mm-hmm. the lower end of the higher echelon of smart people, I guess. So like, oh, I, man, I could feel do a smart. whole podcast about how, like when you're like at your school and you're like the gifted kid and then you mm-hmm. get out into like where all the gift kids are like grouped together. And then you're like, Oh, there are people yeah. who are more gifted. Cool. That's basically where I was at is that anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so the the schooling for that is really fucking hard. Um, turns out when you put an 18-year-old behind a, a billion-dollar engineering plant on a multi-billion-dollar submarine, you want them to be able to to do well. Um, kind of a big deal. Um, you you would have been 20. Reasonable. You know. True. Yeah, because I joined at 18. <laughs> I would have been 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. True. Um, that... Um, one was extremely stressful, the schooling and the job itself. But I started working out 
to was during that schooling. Um, mm -hmm. Like hard minimum, if you're smart, you were at the school for 40 hours a week. If you're not smart, then you were there for like 60 to 100 hours a week. Um, and that's really fucking stressful. And a lot of people just started drinking a lot. Um, and instead, one of my friends was like, hey, Josh, come to the gym with me. Um, and so I, I started going to the gym all the time. And that was what I did to get away from the stress. Um, but in that same vein, you can go too far, right? I was at a mm -hmm. point where I wasn't paying attention to one other um other important aspects of my life, but also I was like not taking care of my body in the right sense. Like, yes, exercise is good for you. Uh, there's no, there's no such thing as too much of a good thing. That is fucking wrong. Um, that's why it's called too much. That's like literally the point of the phrase of too much. And so I, you know, I was doing a good thing and then I went overboard and I like, I, I saw that and I had to pull back. Um, to where it was, you know, only such so much of a good thing. Um, but I still use that um, daily and, you know, find that thing for me. It's working out to de-stress or to, you know, reset your mental, find that thing. And then um, I actually didn't even realize this until probably about eight or nine months ago. I was having a real shit week at work. Um, and I had like a 12 hour day at work and I, I get home and I'm like, fuck, like, I don't want to go to the gym like that. And I was like, wait a second, going to the gym is the thing that I like. Why should mm -hmm. I let, like, why should I let my shit day at work prevent me from doing the thing that I enjoy? So find the thing that you enjoy. And when you're having a bad day, don't let the bad day get in the way of resetting yourself. Because if you don't reset yourself, let's say tomorrow's another shit day at work and the next day is another shit day at work. So like you're just compiling the, the, the terrible aspects of your life and you're not giving yourself the time to mm -hmm. take care of you. Right. Yeah. Escapes are, escapes are a healthy part of, uh, of living and they're a necessary part of our human experience. It's just always important to reflect on them and making sure that you're escaping appropriately. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, well, geez, it's been a, it's been a hot hour, um, where we've no way I'm going to keep talking, um, <laughs> but actually, um, no, my, if you have more, go for it. Um, as, as far as like the health side of my channel, like if you're right, my, my, my escape is exercise. If you're, if you're at a, a nine to five job and then your escape is sitting at a desk and playing magic for six hours, that can be detrimental, right? The, I mean, the, the, we we are magic channels um, at, at their core. And that is that can be detrimental, right? Uh, a sedentary lifestyle um, or, you know, every day going to your local game store, ordering a pizza from the Little Caesars across the street and like subsisting on FNM and a large Little Caesars and a two liters of Coca-Cola. Not that I've ever seen this ever in my life, but like, I really don't appreciate how <laughs> targeted this is. We're going to like, happy next time we do it. <laughs> God damn. I mean, you can say this to my face. 
You could just, yeah, you could just at me. It's okay. So Callahan, yeah. <laughs> God but damn. For serious, for for serious, right? Like, like realize when your hobby is being the detriment. And like, what what I tell people is, I'm not, I'm not trying to get you to go to the gym with me and and deadlift. You know, freaking, I I'm gonna make fun of joking here, but like joking, get on my level. Your deadlift is only 390. But like, <laughs> like I'm not trying to That's get people to go. Bro, thing to say of you, God. Um, do you <laughs> lift, bro? Do you do even lift? lift? Um, like, I'm not trying to get people to go to the gym with me and and like lift a bunch of super heavy weight. I just want you to drink more water, eat a little bit more healthily. Uh, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Um, Drink a little bit more water, like g- just go, just go on a walk, right? Like, pret- like y- if you have a dog, that's the best excuse. Athena, don't worry. You're going on a walk soon. I promise. Um, but like, you know, <laughs> that's don't lie to her like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, I'll, don't I'll add you in every server we share. Um, walk but, your damn dog. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, walk your dog, drink some more water, eat a little bit healthy, like, in in between games, just like just stretch, take yeah, stretch. Take a walk around your apartment complex or your neighborhood or whatever. Like just just a little bit, like daily. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to get you to be Mr. Olympia, but um, you know, set goals and understand your your priorities and know when they're when your escape is still a detriment to your health. Right. Um, and like uh, Devin from Strictly Better MTG uh, had a fucking I heart love attack. Dev. Yeah, he's great, right? And everyone, right? But but Dev wasn't taking care of himself. Yeah, and he had a heart attack at like fucking thirty something. Yeah, and he posted like a re- a very real like thirty minute long rant about like I didn't take care of myself. You guys only ever saw like. The like, hey, it's Dev from SBMTG. Like, awesome. You're yeah. like, I, I love Dev is I, I watched a lot of his videos about I don't even play standard. And I, I watched so many of his videos because mm-hmm. he, he's just such a fun individual. Such a great dude. But yeah. And so he was doing he was doing his nine to five and he was doing the YouTube stuff and he wasn't taking care of himself. And then he had a heart attack, like literally the colloquial term for his type of heart attack he had was called a widow maker. He statistically should be dead. That's scary to me, right? Like, and there are people that I care about in this community that I know don't take care of themselves. And if you got a heart attack and died, I would like, this is my brand. And if I didn't at least try to talk to some of these people, I would feel guilty. So Mm -hmm. if you want me to feel guilty, then like subsist in your, in your ways. But like, at least I've, I've done my, my two cents, you know, that's, so those of you watching this video, Challenge just like, accepted. Go, <laughs> go on a walk, you know, take care of yourself. Touch some grass. Yeah, exactly. Smoke some grass. Shit, if that's what you need, like, do your thing. If, you know, if you can get a hold of it. Um, <laughs> it's legal know. in my state. It's fine. It is <laughs> not legal in my state, but it's also kind of, it depends. It's, Nebraska's weird. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with all those things. And uh, yeah, 
I think those are all even really the part about taking Athena for a walk later. <sighs> um, I don't even have the excuse I had the other day where it was just like 21 and windy as hell. Oh, and it's really like sucks. 75 and look, this is one of the things that's wild about Nebraska is sometimes it's like gorgeous, like today. And then sometimes mm-hmm. it's like really damp and 30 mile an hour winds. And you're just mm-hmm. like, I don't want to leave it's my like San house. Francisco. Um, you see, but the difference is, is we don't have any uh, tall buildings or hills to break up the wind. So it just creates giant wind tunnels. Um, and it's absolutely horrible. Um, but no, it's, you're right. I just, oh man, it's 60 and cloudy today in San Diego. I don't think I can go outside. <laughs> Such you better a shit put, day today. Better put your Uggs on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were in Seattle and honestly, like there were people there who are from Southern California who are like, it's, it was like 55 and they're like, I'm cold. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is gorgeous weather. It's, it's 65 today. The high today is 65. The low is 57. So like 50 was fucking cold for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, our, so our high is 61. It's currently 62. So I guess that's bullshit, but, uh, (laughs) our low is 40. So we get like. Those are the types of swings where it will get and it will mm-hmm. probably get colder because of the wind. So wind. The same same here. 62, 46, pretty much. Yeah. It's like giant swings in temperature. But anyway. Yeah. To, re- to recap. <laughs> to recap. The TLDR um, of this uh, basically is like, I don't know, you all can you all can tell me if this is right. But from from talking to y'all, basically like one, identify your needs. Well, what is it that you need in your life? What is it, you know, what is it that you feel like that where you do need care, um, where you could implement, you know, these instances of like of improvement and then finding your community and being active in your community and connecting to it. And then like reflecting and evaluating of like, you know, what are what are ways that you can improve um, and, you know, and figuring out like, what is it, where is it? Where is it that you are? And where and where you want to go. I don't know what you all think. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And uh, on that terrible disappointment. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I made I made a bunch of people watch Top Gear in. Uh, what was it? Uh, the Grand Tour while we were in Seattle. And so that's. Yeah, it was just Currently. like on in the background. I got yeah, it was on from, in the background and people yeah. were like, what the hell is on TV? And I'm like, it's like the best show ever. It's fucking, it's fucking top um, gear, yeah. But anyhow, um, thank you for joining us. And also, what a great first episode to have our uh, our sculpty boy, Josh, the, the, the yeah. muscle sculptor. Um, this was like exactly why Josh was invited on is because of these things. And uh, I... You know, I I know I said this in our Twitter post, but, you know, you bring so much good to the community and so much of what uh, the Mind Sculptors is, is uh, being like the hype house where we try to boost everybody up that, you know, we're we're a part of. And you are you are part of the people that I want to see succeed. 
So thank you. Uh, that I, that I means just, a lot, and that's why I dropped Second Seven for my name. I was like, like it's cool and all, and it's like free publicity when everyone's like, oh yeah, I'll take a mulligan. I'll go to my Second Seven. Shout out to Josh. Hey. <laughs> exactly. <Second> seven, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I just you know I wanted to focus more on on this, and that was kind of you know when I first started doing content creation, I was like, okay, but like who the fuck am I? Like why are people gonna watch my my EDH content over literally anyone else's. Well, what else do I do? Like, well, I I go to the gym and I play magic. I remember having this conversation with you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting. And then alliteration is nice. So like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the, one of the other things, and you know, obviously we won't get too deep into this, but I mean, like even when we started the mind sculptors, like there was a period of time where it's just like, you were figuring out what your identity was. Mm -hmm. And, I feel like now that we're a year and a half in, I know very much what I guess we're almost two years in. But uh, now that we're like this deep in, I know what the identity of our channel is and what we are are built for. And, you know, a lot of that is amplifying the voices of people that I think are worthy of amplifying. And uh, I think you bring so much good to the community and uh, go subscribe to Josh's YouTube channel. Uh, he needs more YouTube subscribers. Have you hit a thousand yet? Nope. I'm at, I don't even think I'm at 700 yet. Hey, fuckers, <laughs> go subscribe to this guy's YouTube channel so he can get monetized. We all want more um, content to watch all the time while we're doing stuff in our lives. Go throw Josh a, a like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, Josh, honest, honestly, Josh has great content. You have, uh, you know, so you've done rules or conversations with uh, Jim from the Spike Feeders with uh, and Sage and Sage <laughs> and also um, uh, Sheldon. Like you have really good content on your channel. Um, Thanks. So, like, I, I really think that, you know, absolutely go subscribe to Mind Muscle Magic um, Josh brings a lot of great stuff to the community. And uh, we, we also, I remember when we started the mind sculptors and we like blew past a thousand. Uh, my goal was to make sure that we got into the North to a thousand soon. So you're my new project of getting you <laughs> to a thousand subscribers. We're almost there. We got, uh, we got so. less, less than a uh, little over 300 to go, but yeah, the uh, I'm, I'm really excited with kind of where, where, where I'm starting to head. Um, slight imposter syndrome. Like I actually have patrons and like people pay me to do the things I do. Um, and if you want part of your self-care to be me teaching you how to do workout things, um, some of my tiers involve talking about nutrition. Um, and additionally, like actually buying hours of my time and I will help you work out. So if you're looking to, to get some, uh, some muscle, some muscle aspects of your, uh, of your self-care, then hit up my Patreon. The link will be down in the description below. Probably. <laughs> hopefully. I just... At least YouTube my, will be. Uh, yeah. And speaking of patron uh, uh, tiers, I ha- we have a couple of patron tiers here that uh, are newer. And uh, one is, uh, of course, Sage and I's favorite tier. Um, I believe there are two <laughs> available slots for it. It's called the architect of thought uh, Mm -hmm. tier and it's a thousand dollars a month. And if you want to uh, subscribe to that tier, we won't talk. We might, we will consider not talking about politics and social things. Hey, this is a politics free episode. 
<laughs> we'll we'll think about it. All right. Um, oh, no, guarantees. Now it's politics. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like a decade old Thanks, like Obama. reference at this point? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, um, you know, there is that tier. That's kind of a joke tier. Um, I'm stealing that from Pleasant Kenobi. Thank you, Vince, for that beautiful idea. If somebody actually does subscribe to that, though, that'd be fucking hilarious. Um, the other actual like real tier, and this is one that um, is very similar to what Josh does, is um, we have one for $100 a month, as we call it Sculpty Family. And there's two slots for that one. And basically what the Sculpty family is, is once a quarter, we will do a podcast and we will have the two of you on. We'll organize where we can, uh, you know, whoever is part of that tier will organize with another one of the Sculpty boys, whichever ones you guys want to interact with. And we'll have a conversation, whether it's a deck tech you want to talk about or, you know, uh, there's, you know. A, a real like issue you want to discuss like we'll have like these quarterly um like podcast episodes so if you're interested in that um i understand that that is a chunk of money but it also takes a lot to produce these episodes so if you want to be in it uh throw me some money so i can produce <laughs> them because uh it ain't cheap uh <laughs> But uh, with that being said, uh, that about wraps things up here today. Just a quick reminder, you can follow all of us on Twitter. I know for me, it's at Callahan is here. You can follow Sage at Sage. What's your it's Sage of Fables is your at Staff of Sage. Staff of Sage. That's what it is. Um, Josh is Josh underscore M underscore M underscore M. Yes. Um, I need to update our link tree to include Josh in that. Um, and also Sculpty Boys. That is how you spell it. Sculpty Boys. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter there. Also, if you want more information on this thing here, the MLC 2022, Woo-hoo. which both of these wonderful folks are going to be participating in. Um You can go to Twitter. That's the best resource for it at the moment to uh, stay up to date on what's going on with the MLC is at MLC underscore league. Um, And we will be releasing updates, things like that. Phoenix and I are trying to get website integration developed for it, but it's. (sighs) The MLC is a so much work. Um It is so much work for a thing that we don't get paid to do, but we enjoy doing it. But anyhow, um, if you would like to uh, support those sorts of things, again, support us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash the mind sculptors. This is a lot of this is a joint operation between the mind sculptors, r slash CEDH and Monarch Media and um but it is uh, a large chunk of that is coming out of the mind sculptors. So uh, actually almost all of that comes out of the mind sculptors budget. Um, So please uh, support us. That definitely helps these sorts of things continue to exist. Uh, With that being said, I do also want to get an extra shout out to some of our higher tier patrons, Uh, just M CZ, David Snavely, Dionichi's Jason Bialik, Matt Boehner 
and senior coupon. Um, thank you to those folks. Those are some of our higher tier patrons for supporting us. And uh, almost all of them have been supporting us for like literally months, like well, <laughs> like six to Hell six yeah. plus months. So they're some of our loyal uh, patrons. I th- want to say like David Snavely was like one of our very first patrons. Um, so thank you to those guys. Thank you to David for supporting us. We really appreciate it. Um, but with that being said, uh, thank you for de- for tuning in. Any final thoughts from you two? No. Here, here's no. here's my big here's here. here we'll, well, you we'll said have final one. thought from us. You're done. Yeah. Well, here's one one <laughs> one question for y'all. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, gun to gun to your head. Any deck is available to you. First pick in the MLC. What are you taking? Oh, like I said on the internet, it's Omnath. <laughs> okay. Dude, I don't even know because you said a Ruth will never be in the MLC, so I don't. I don't even. Yeah, know. Yeah, Ruth isn't in the MLC. I, listen, I don't want a Dranath Magistrate to drop, and then you just sit there and go, "Cool, this is a three-player game of Magic now." I um, mean, that's what. That's how <laughs> Tybalt is too. Like, let's be honest. That's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, um, but your I, commander doesn't say like your commander doesn't actively lock you out of the game. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, no, probably, probably Tim the Malka Doomsday. Malcolm Doomsday, okay. which is why when Scoots at the end of the fucking podcast, I know this is coming out after, so it doesn't really matter, right? But um, mm-hmm. I guess we'll see what happens with the draft. But when Scoots at the end of the podcast was like, yeah, I think Tim the Malcolm Doomsday is pretty slow. Shut up, Scoots. Stop it. Stop hyping the deck. <laughs> I've already got that- it proxied. <laughs> That was gonna be probably one of my picks that I was gonna look to help look look to snipe. Uh, I, I I have already said this, but uh, please please draft my rat my rat child. Um, if that's there, if that's, is, after all your hype, if that's still there at pick four, that will be my pick four. How's that? Honestly, it Grigal, will be in the MLC. I don't think it will make it that far. Actually, I don't either. I have a lot of I have sources. Okay. <laughs> mm. Mm. I, have, I, have, I have talked. My I, Ian Rappaport has uh, <laughs> only my sports nerds in our audience, which is like a very slim margin of the Nico's Angels audience, got that reference. But for the like four of you, you who got it, I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. But anyway, with that being said, thank you for joining us and from all of us here at the Mind Sculptors. I'm Callahan, and we'll see you next time. I'm in line with the stars. I'm in sync with the earth. Ten toes deep, flower child from the turf. I never switch sides. Like, even when I die, I'm a ride for the squad. Let her ties in the hearse. I've been on the vibe kind of hard to the